0: impact can start as small as a cup of coffee. Welcome to Agency for Change, a podcast from Kid Glove that brings you the stories of change makers who are actively working to improve our communities. In every episode, we'll meet with people who are making a lasting impact in the places we call home.
1: For me, there really is nothing like a cup of coffee in the morning. The aroma of good coffee brewing, the satisfying sound it makes when you pour it into your cup, and that first sip, that's how I love to start my day. Hey folks, this is Lynn Weinman, president of Kid Glove, and you're listening to the Agency for Change podcast. Don't let our intro today fool you into thinking we've secured some kind of sponsorship deal, but we are going to talk about coffee as we chat with someone who is at the helm of a company that is working to revitalize a rainforest in Mozambique. That person is Patty Connor. Chief Executive Officer for R Gorongosa, a business that has created a special blend of coffee grown by local farmers in the heart of Gorongosa National Park. And they donate 100%. That's 100% of their profits to support girls' education, wildlife conservation, and rainforest reforestation. Patty... I am eager to talk with you today and learn more about the great impact
0: you are making on the world. I'm so excited to be here, Lynn. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to be here.
1: Absolutely. And I'm just going to say for our listeners, you and I are talking on Zoom, they won't be able to see this, but I see over your shoulder the beautiful view from your location in Vancouver and it, it just does look quite lovely there today.
0: I'm pretty lucky there is some sun today.
1: (laughs) Sun is always good, always good. So Patty, for our listeners who aren't familiar with your company, can you take a minute to tell us about your organization
0: and the work that you do? I'd love to. Our Gorongosa is a specialty coffee company, and we like to say that we do coffee differently. And we like to say that for a few reasons. Our coffee is produced using regenerative practices that support the community, the environment, and our local economy in Gorongosa National Park, which is in Mozambique. And also, as you mentioned, with every purchase, 100% of the profits go back to support these initiatives. And we're looking to lead the way for other direct impact businesses. For me, it's really cool that people can make an impact in a place that's thousands of miles from where they are with their morning cup of coffee. So that's pretty exciting for me.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Honestly, I've talked to a number of purpose-driven businesses, Patty, on the podcast, but I don't think I've ever talked to one that gives 100% of their profits back to their purpose, and and I, I think that's amazing. But I also want to tie back to the intro. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this, considering where you work, but how do you take your coffee, and do you have a favorite
0: blend? (laughs) I pretty much take it any way that it'll caffeinate me. Um, So that's black in the morning before, uh, before about noon. And I really like our light roast black, but I'm traditionally a dark roast girl. So I would say that my favorite blend is our speak for the trees. And I like it with full fat cream in the afternoon. That's my pick me up. I love that.
1: So, <laughs> I, I um, as I was preparing to talk with you, I did some research on your website, and I couldn't help myself. I ordered, I ordered the coffee. I ordered the Speak for the Trees, which I loved. I ordered the Lion Blend. Yay. I ordered, yep. I ordered the. Oh, you'll have to help me with the name. I just forgot it. The Girls, Girls Run, Run the World. Girls Run the World. So yes. I have to say, at this point, the Lion Blend is my favorite. It's so dark and smooth. I just think mm. it's lovely. So a new favorite for me.
0: I'm so happy to hear that.
1: Absolutely. So, Patty, the work you're doing, so impressive, so impactful. I'm curious, how did you, you come by this position? I understand you've worked at a clothing company and skincare for a number of years.
0: What brought you to Argorangosa? Gosa? <laughs> Well, I've worn a lot of hats career-wise. So I've worked in marketing, sales, operations, product development for a long time. And for a long time, if I love the product or service that my company was providing and I liked the company culture, I was was happy with where my career was growing. And then I had my kids and my priorities shifted as they do. And it kind of became this thing where I really wanted the time I spent away from my family at work to be more meaningful than just being about a paycheck. And then I had this other big realization that I was one of the people that was privileged enough to really be thoughtful and deliberate about where my career could go next. So that that felt really empowering and I wanted to make the most of that privilege, but I didn't really know what that looked like or meant. So to be honest, I kind of like had this realization, I was like, okay, well, what do I do now? Actually, I was introduced to Argorgosa at first because I agreed to do a quick call with Matthew, who is our founder, and I, to be honest, I don't really remember what that call was about. I think it was about a trade show that I was familiar with and whether it would be a good first show to launch their coffee brand at, and then that conversation kind of spiraled into a whole thing about the vision for Argorgosa and what they were trying to do and just about product strategy in general. I just remember leaving the call, being completely captivated by this company, going, This is the kind of company I aspire to work at. How do I make this happen? So needless to say, an opportunity came up probably a few months, maybe about six months after that call. And I didn't like I didn't hesitate, even though it was a startup and I was like, oh, I don't I've never worked in coffee. I was like, I can make this happen. I can make this work. And to be honest, I haven't looked back and like one of the realizations I had was I really wanted my girls to feel proud about what their mom did when she's working. And about a couple months after I started at argon and Gosa, I was, I think I was, my, I was picking up my daughter from a play date or picking her up from school. And she said, she was in first grade and her friend said, what does your mommy do for work? And she said, oh, my mom sells coffee to send girls to school in Africa and to help elephants. And I was like, Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> that's mission really accomplished. Cool. I feel really good about that. So yeah, it was quite serendipitous. I was I was um, very lucky, Patty. What you just said there gave me
1: chills because I remember a point in my career too where you just you you work really hard. You you're achieving some success. You're achieving a paycheck. You could just be comfortable and kind of stay there, but you get to a point, and I think building your family is an important point in that journey where you say, I want this to be more, I want it to be more than that. And, and you have certainly done that. I mean, obviously, product based businesses need people to buy things for their continued livelihood. I mean, we're, we're certainly not against that. But can you talk to me about the importance of conscious consumerism, and our Gorongosa's part in that?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think a shift is happening overall for a lot of people. I mean, I know in our household, we are much more mindful about what we bring into our home and where we choose to spend our dollars, the brands we choose to support. And I think for everyone, how you choose to spend your money matters, even something as small as as what you choose to drink in the morning. Coffee is traditionally a pretty dirty industry, which is why I think fair trade and direct trade and sort of all these buzzwords are becoming more and more important to consumers. With and Gosa, every bag of coffee, with every bag of coffee you buy, 100% of the profits go back to supporting those farmers, the community, the environment and local economy where the coffee is grown. So that's, that's pretty powerful. And I think people that resonates with a lot of people. Our success hopefully paves the way for more of these business models to exist. And you know, what we're trying to do is to build a more inclusive and regenerative global economy. So I think people I think people do care and they're and they're being mindful and they're really open to these kinds of businesses emerging.
1: Patty, I've seen more and more data lately from all different kinds of sources where consumers really are expecting to put their dollars behind what they believe in that it that it makes a difference today more than ever and every time i see a new study come out you know maybe the study is 6 months old or or 8 months old or even 3 months old i always think when i see it I feel like today that number would even be higher than it would have been 3 months ago or 6 months ago or 9 mm-hmm. months ago because it's just so top of mind right now and so I think what you're doing is really really important. So, you know, you've mentioned now about how conscious you are about how the coffee is produced and and you know, taking care of the farmers I'm curious even in this day and time, supply chain issues are such a thing for companies. Has your business been impacted by supply chain issues or or other issues related to the pandemic?
0: I don't think any companies have been unscathed by the pandemic. So of course, for, for us, supply chain has been a challenge with long delays, uncertain delivery times, skyrocketing costs. For example, last year we ended up delaying our single origin launch, which is incidentally the first single origin to come out of Mozambique, and we actually ended up delaying it by an entire quarter last year, precisely because of sort of supply chain delays, and it was stressful. But you know, there's a sort of realization that you kind of just need to roll with it when it's this far out of your control. I guess the other thing for us is effectively we launched our coffee brand in 2020, sort of in the height and the start of the pandemic, and we really we really had to be nimble and really flex and accommodate the change in the business landscape. If you think about coffee as a product, you're trying to launch. I mean, you've got a marketing background. You know, this is this is a product where it's really important to have sampling and trade shows and sort of consumer touch points where they can touch taste smell feel the product and we couldn't do a lot of that so it was it was it was kind of wild launching and I think I mean if you want to talk about silver linings I think the pandemic in a lot of ways really helped us get confident in our proof of concept we actually managed to build a fair amount of traction in the pandemic and it kind of became a testament the coffee is really delicious and the story is really something the consumers connect to and thankfully we have a business model where people can buy us and select retailers but they can also order coffee online and have it shipped right to their door so that's that's a really great thing
1: Patty, I love that. And you are right. That question I asked earlier, slightly ridiculous because I, I can't think of a single one of us who were untouched by the <laughs> pandemic, right? But I love leaders like you that, uh, and companies like yours that were nimble. You know, And I think that's what we learned. We learned that we can't always be in control of everything. And we can't just stop when we're not in control. We have to learn to ride the wave that comes onto our shore, right? And, and it sounds like you you made the most of that because you also had another significant accomplishment during the pandemic. And congratulations are in order because in November of last year, 2021, both of our companies accomplished something that represents a big commitment to ethics to transparency and sustainability. And that is becoming a certified B Corp. I'm curious, what can you tell me about the path that led you to becoming a B Corp? And in what ways has it impacted
0: the business? Well, I think a big congratulations are in order for you as ah, well, Thank you. We... Thank you. <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, Actually, and the other thing I wanted to say is I listened to one of your previous podcasts and learned that you guys are also a traction company yes. as we are. So that, is, that was something really neat to learn about.
1: Traction uh, made so answer, much difference for us, as I'm sure it has for you too. It's a great yes. framework for anyone out there who's considering it.
0: It's wonderful. And it's made, it's been a big game changer for us, for the size of business that we are. But to answer your question, I think the spirit of B Corp has always sort of been baked into the argorengosis sort of DNA So if you think about our vision is to create a world where people and the planet thrive together. And we like to say that we factor sustainability from bean to brew. That's kind of what we say internally, that's the lingo we use. So that starts with our sustainable agroforestry initiatives and growing to the partners we choose to work with for our suppliers and roasting partners, and especially how we build our company culture. So we try to consider all of that from as many angles as possible. And we really approach it with a growth mindset. And so going through, let's be honest, the very robust and arduous B Corp certification yes. process, it really forces you to look through all the facets of your business. And it encourages you to always consider how you can do it more sustainably, more equitably and more inclusively. And so something I really love about the whole process is that it's always forcing you to reevaluate how you can do it better. And the landscape is ever changing. So there's always an opportunity to move the dial. So yeah, that's, okay. I think it's going to make our business even better because of those reasons.
1: I love what you said. And I am in a 100% agree- agreement. I I am on record several times in saying the process is quite rigorous. But every time I also <laughs> have to say right behind it, but totally worth it. And I'm glad the process was rigorous because I, I think that is the part of it that makes it better. It's not just one of those things where you fill out the form and send your check and you get the seal of approval. I mean, it mm-hmm. really, really means something to be a part of this group. So Patty, yes. what does the future hold for Argor and Gosa? What are, what are some of your goals coming up in this year and future years?
0: Well, we've got 2035 project. projects like goals in for the project um, around the number of trees we want to plant so that's one million and the number of girls we want to have with high school diplomas which is in mozambique which is twenty thousand, and even the like amount of coffee we want to be able to export from the park but in order to reach all of those goals it all comes from growth and having people buy and drink our coffee so we're really focused on connecting more and more people to our story and our coffee We've got an amazing group of loyal subscribers that get freshly roasted coffee shipped to their door whether it's every two weeks or every month and this year we're opening more and more retail doors so that's all very exciting i mentioned last year we launched our first ever single origin um, which is the first specialty coffee out of mozambique it's a single origin and it rated very highly for a first time ever so we're looking to Have it right. It's a little bit like wine. Every year, it gets a little bit better. Um, So we're really keen to score even higher this year. So I would say that's another goal. And on a personal note, I'm also thrilled now that things are looking more optimistic from a COVID front. I finally get to go to Mozambique this year because I started sort of at the height of the pandemic, and it was a little um, precarious. The thought of traveling quite so far in the middle of a pandemic. So this year, I should be going, I'm hoping later this spring. Patty, that, exciting. So that's my goal.
1: That all sounds amazing. That all sounds amazing. I can't imagine what it must feel like for the team members at Argor and Gosa to come into work every day and know that in addition to having sales goals and profitability goals and product launch goals as most companies do. You have goals for for how many trees you're gonna plant and girls you're gonna help. I just think that that is so amazing. And the trip to Mozambique, I can only imagine. I have a small Mozambique story. I didn't get to go, but I, I got to visit South Africa right before the pandemic. It was a trip of a lifetime. And I was having lunch in Cape Town, and after being there for a week, I had gotten quite good at the exchange rate in my head, figuring out kind of the difference between the exchange rate. And I was having lunch, and I ordered seafood, and the waiter said, of course you want the seafood from Mozambique, because it's the best seafood in the world. And I opened the menu, and I looked at it, and I did the math in my head, and I said, of course that's what I want. And I did the math the wrong way. And I ended up having the best seafood of my life and also the most expensive lunch of my <laughs> life. So <laughs> there was my my lesson. But I hope I get to visit Mozambique as well. For, for I hope you
0: do months. as well. Yeah. I hope you do as well. You can see the co- where the coffee is grown.
1: I would love that. I would love that. So... As someone who's running a successful company, I just shared about a mistake I made, even though it was just a little mistake at lunch. But could you talk to me about a time maybe when you failed or a time when you felt like you were struggling and what kept you going?
0: I think the past two years, have <laughs> often felt like a struggle for a lot of people. Mm, yeah, uh, I mentioned before trying to launch a coffee business in the midst of a pandemic. It does feel a little bit like an uphill battle some days. We've had to adjust our goals and assumptions a lot in, in this past year. And honestly, I have never worked with a group of people at Argorgosa that were more aligned uh. in a vision of what we're trying to do. And I'd like to think that a lot of our inspiration comes from the farmers and communities in the park that have prevailed through so many hardships, war, political unrest, cyclones. But they're, they've got this... Pervasive hope and optimism. So, I mean, I think the anecdote I can share with you is we've got these great little single serve pour over coffees on our website, and the product's name is Gugogo. And Gugogo is actually what they've named the tallest peak of Sarah or Mount Gorongosa in the park. So, the, the tallest peak is named Gugogo. And there's a song that they sing about Gugogo, and that peak is a symbol of hope and optimism for the communities in the park. I think we kind of try and take that spirit into our own company culture a little bit, even when, I mean, you can, uh, you've can you worked for startups, so you know that some days it does feel like you're wearing 18 different hats and it's a bit of an uphill battle, but we're having fun and we're doing some great serious work, but really enjoying it along the way.
1: I love that story. It makes me want to order that product just because of the story. <laughs> so, Patty, everyone who listens to the podcast knows that I am inspired by motivational quotes. And this is my favorite question I always get to ask. Could you give us a few of your own words of wisdom?
0: Work to build the world you wish for.
1: That is so lovely. Work to build the world you
0: wish for. That is lovely. So I think it's, I think it's pretty easy to get bogged down by sort of the doomsday and the, like the sad stories and climate change as a thing and, and all of those things. And it's easy to kind of, I think the, I think the word of 2021 was languish and I'm, and I'm going to be honest and say there were moments in 2021 <laughs> where I felt I was languishing
1: yes um, such a sad you know word
0: though yeah right it, yeah. it, it is it's is. It's a very sad word and there were moments in 2021 where I certainly felt like I was languishing and you kind of turn the page and you decide to just you know get up and, and work and do something that moves the dial a little bit and if everyone does that then the dial moves and the world gets a little closer to the one that you wish for
1: Oh, that's so good. So good. So as our time comes to a close today, for our listeners who would like to learn more about our Gosa, check out the coffee, learn more about your missions. How can they find out more?
0: Well, I'd love it if they can visit our website, which is argorngosa.com and they can buy the coffee online there or find select retailers where it's available. We've produced some great social media content. So follow us, subscribe, subscribe to us on social media, and they can even subscribe to our newsletters where they can follow our progress on the ground. And, you know, I invite everyone to join us on our journey.
1: Oh, that's fantastic, and we'll make sure to have that website link in the show notes as well. So, Patty, as we wrap up this fun conversation today, what is the most important thing you would like our listeners to remember about the work
0: that you're doing? I think impact can start as small as a cup of coffee, and I encourage them to be invested where they spend their dollars and the brands they choose to support. That is lovely. Maybe buy her coffee.
1: (laughs) I think that's good, too. Impact can start as small as a cup of coffee. And with our Gorongosa, I can say this for, for certain, that's a good cup of coffee, too. So, Patty, I fully believe that the world needs more people like you. Thank you so much for taking
0: time to talk with us today. Thank you for having me, Lynn. We hope you enjoyed today's Agency for Change podcast. To hear all our interviews with those who are making a positive change in our communities or to nominate a changemaker you'd love to hear from, visit kidglove.com at K-I-D-G-L-O-V dot com to get in touch. As always, if you like what you've heard today, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.